0: Ladies and gentlemen, Yankees Fireside Chat.
1: it's Phil Phil where the hell are you guys I'm freaking out
2: Yeah listen uh We fucked up
3: Uh what about Yankee uh player wise who are your who are you guys favorites who do you guys look
0: up to growing up and everything
3: okay, ladies first no, Growing go. up, I was yeah. Don Mattingly. I mean, I I was I loved Don Mattingly. You know, it was sad because the year I was born, we lost to the Dodgers, and then we didn't win shit my entire childhood. So, you know, going to Yankee Stadium with my father, those were the some of the best memories I have as a kid. But also, I mean, the Yankees were, you know, they were awful. They finished third place some years. And, you know, it wasn't until I was in high school where they really started to turn around. And then I was a Posada guy. And if you want to go my favorite from that era, um, loved Andy Pettit, heartbroken when he left, so excited when he came back. You know, big Pettit fan. Sarah won't tell you this. She used to be a Pirates fan because her dad was a Pirates <laughs> Before we got married, we had a talk, and, and part of our marriage was like, hey, we're going to throw Pirate shit away. We're going to buy you Yankee stuff. This
1: is <laughs> 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 your. Know?
2: At least the Pirates aren't a big rival, right?
3: Yeah. No, you know. They're not.
2: You could root for both.
3: Like, it would have never worked. She would have hated life because we're going to watch every game. We're going to listen to John and Susan. We're going to travel to go to games. Like...
2: But I love baseball, so it's fine. It's just...
3: Very knowledgeable. Yes. No mansplaining here. She gets it.
0: There you go. Hey, shout out to uh, Don't Mansplain Baseball. Just got picked up.
3: Love the band. Yes. Those are great. Those They really are. They have a great podcast, and they're, they're great on the timeline.
0: I got to tell you, outside of Yankees Twitter, Braves Twitter and Dodgers Twitter, a lot of cool people totally digging like the vibes I get from those people.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's some good people on the timeline, man.
1: I have a question for you, both of you guys. So Yankees Twitter, who makes you laugh the most out of all your all the Yankee Twitter universe people because there are some characters out there for sure.
3: It, laugh some, it just depends what you want to laugh at. If you want to watch people get body bagged, then you, JC and Frankie's too loud is, you know, just watch those guys. If, if you want, you know, funny stuff, I love Keith and Kyle from John Boy. they're great too. Um, M. She does it, fantastic account. Uh, Dana, you're into food and pot, you know, Dana Monks is one of those accounts. You know, guys, old enough to be my grandfather, and he's,
2: <laughs> you know, cookie the- first.
3: Um, there's just, that's the thing. There's a lot of people who are, are on that timeline. There's a lot of great ones. I just try to gravitate towards the great ones. You know, Stacy, Kate. Like, there's so many nice people that we've met. Um, May? Yeah, people. Oh, you like May? Sarah likes <laughs> me. Uh, you know, John, you guys mentioned Nav Hazard. John, great dude.
1: Nav! Nav's Nav's a solid dude. I talk to Nav every day, actually. Because yeah. uh, he's also a Seahawks fan, so. They're about well, uh, buddies. Yes.
3: Like those ladies, like there's the Tina, Sally, like those, Cheryl, like, you know what I mean? The diehard Yankee fans that are like, just remind me of my mom. And, and they're the nicest people in the world. And um, they're always, I mean, on there every day with with, with great posts. So it's cool. Yankee Twitter's got a lot, a lot there for you.
2: Totally, totally. So, so tell me originally, like, what made you get into doing the, the YouTube videos? Like, the inspiration was... Just that you really like to cook, but like, was there like one moment that maybe you were like, all right, this is what I want to do, like, you know, with like feedback and stuff from like Yankees Twitter?
3: I think it was it was kind of it was we we I'd started working with somebody else when I first started with Twitter, trying to you know do some on the side to you know as a hobby, and um, it didn't work out at first. So we went kind of with Chris Vitali at Ball Nine. Um, you know, and from there we, we we were brand new. We're only three months old. We're trying to figure out a way to get it out there. And we started cooking because we we're quarantined. I travel for work. I'm usually never home. I was home five days. And people said, we love you, we love you. Working and, work, and people were like, nah, bring your wife back. It's like, you're all right, <laughs> right? but if we want your wife there too. So then we were like, all right, we're a team. You know, everything we do moving forward, we'll do together. And and we became, you know, Michael and Mrs. T for, you know, cooking videos, eating challenges, and everything else we put up there. And we have fun with it, man. I like eating. He likes cooking. Mm. It works.
2: What's usually, like, I know you take feedback from Twitter, but, like, is there something, I know you talk about, like, calamari and stuff, when you're looking for food, but, like, what's usually the inspiration? Like, is it just hearing feedback from viewers, or is it more of, like, you know usually sometimes you have something in mind. I, you know, yeah.
3: Sometimes it's like just things that sound interesting or something we've always wanted to make like the bow buns we always wanted to make those or mm. that people
2: suggest we have a list of things that people have asked us to make so
3: yeah we'll bookmark stuff you know it just it just depends on you know kind of it's a mix between what we want and and what people ask us for we're never going to run out of ideas i probably have 50 bookmark tweets where people ask us to make
2: them something wow i was gonna say what about this hear me out my suggestion could suck but each series the yankees play a team you could do a video almost like either with something unique from that stadium where you make it or like maybe like if you're they're playing baltimore like you make crab cakes what do you think of that idea
3: not a bad idea, you know. Go to Philly next week. We could do a cheesesteak.
2: Yeah, I feel like kind oh my of goodness, really I, I love cheesesteaks. Tie it all in.
3: I'm going to tell you right now, inside. and this is why I don't do Italian food. People, I'm Italian, and people always say like, "Why don't you do Italian food?" Because anybody who's Italian will tell you that everybody's going to tell you your Italian food is wrong. Grandmother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I agree.
3: So my meatballs, my gravy, my chicken parm, we eat that stuff all the time. We just never do a show because I don't want 100 comments somebody telling me I make it wrong. It's mine. My Thai food, that's how I make it. You know, it's the best. You know, and every other person who, who watches it will tell you theirs is still, and I respect that.
1: Listen, it was funny because I was talking – first of all, I do not have a good choice of food. I like Olive Garden. Let's just keep it at that. I enjoy – I can enjoy it, okay? But but. <laughs> i know and and i agree um and if you look back at our poll results people wow. voted for olive garden more than arby's and poot doesn't want to reference that but on, 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 it's on another news. it's fake okay, news that's I not wanna, true listen but we were talking I
0: and, recount. I and, recount. And, and
1: listen because pat i was talking to you about this It's like italian food is just so overdone it really is like i'm just sick of, i can never have italian food again and i probably would be okay with that
0: well, yeah, that's because, like, you and me grew up with it. All we ever ate was yeah. pasta.
3: gallons of gravy. I made two gallons of regular, you know, tomato gravy, and I made two gallons of meat sauce, just to put in the freezer so we have it. You know, nobody wants to see Because, again, man, somebody somebody else is going to make it different. I'm not going to change my recipe. It's how I've been. My mother taught me. Her mother taught me. It's, it's how it works with Italian people. So we do everything but.
0: What is uh, your guys' favorite meal to cook together? Do you have a favorite?
3: I mean, just depends. I think a lot of, you know, we do do- We uh, do tacos a lot. We do tacos a lot. Cause there, it's there's a lot you could do with them. You can make 10 different tacos. Yeah. You know? like mojo pork. I like um, smoking something, you know, and then turn it into a taco later or finding some unique fish or shrimp or- fish. So, you know, we can always make a good sauce. So we like tacos. We like, and we like Italian food. We eat a lot of Italian food, different pastas. I got a pasta maker, like an old school crank pasta maker from birthday. So you'll see some of that coming up.
0: That's badass. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So all right, let's say you got a babysitter. It's Friday night. Where are you guys going
3: to eat? What's your favorite restaurant? You want to tell them? I know you. How no, you tell them? It's a. Uh, it's in Disney Springs. It's called Wine Bar George, and Ooh. yeah, fantastic. They uh, have burrata. The love chasing. And finding the best burrata meat and cheese board. they do if you've ever been to disney uh they do like a dole whip spin but it's like an adult one it's with alcohol spin. and it's oh my god and it's just unreal we just like to go there because then when you're done you can walk around you get the fireworks and um sarah worked for them for a long time so we go more wow. than more, more than most we go so much that our kids hate it and we wind up going <laughs> with our <laughs> they're like disney again
2: no just curious because uh here at YFC, even though Jute's the one in Tampa, me and Poot have made many trips, go to yeah. spring
1: training. Have you been to Burns in Tampa? No! Oh, you I gotta, gotta you go. No, I think you should save your money and go back to Disney Springs and enjoy yourself. Don't do it to yourself. Like Jude,
0: I think you should save your opinion and fuck off.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys have to go. I mean, the the level of foodie you two are this place, I think, will blow your hair back. I mean, it's an experience.
3: <laughs> is, here uh, in Tampa, what's it called, Armature Works? That's my kind of
1: place, you know. Armature Works is, is pretty good, very- um,
3: Food truck.
1: Yeah, food truck wise, and they have a, that ramen place inside of uh, Armature Works is pretty dope. So, we haven't been out,
3: but we'll, I mean, yeah, we'll give furniture, I'll let you know what you think. Yeah, I think that there's
0: the dessert room. They have on the second floor, all right. They have their own floor for d- dessert. Yeah. you got to go to the second floor, and it's just insane. Uh, I'm just going to list a couple of my favorites down there. Maybe you guys have tried them. Let me know what you think. Pollo Tropical, Capital Tacos, Mr. Empanada. Any of those?
2: Anything? Yeah, or nay.
3: Bradenton, and we only moved down here in November, and then the past, uh, so we're not as, like, food cultural as we need to be for the area, yeah. because
1: everything... Oh, was- those are... The, I I endorse those. I mean, I can endorse definitely Pollo Tropical and Capital Tacos.
3: We're gonna make you Texas a list, and we're just gonna do a list. But you tell you all the that you asked
0: us. <laughs> Your guys' opinions, I take very highly on on things that I like, so I have to ask you guys, so you will get a list. <laughs>
3: Yeah, we take food serious. We we take eating serious,
2: you know. So you I mentioned how uh, you mentioned moving, you know, to Braynton only the past fall. You'd previously what lived in Jersey, still or? No,
3: man, I'm oh. I'm traveled. So, um, we lived in Orlando before this. Oh wow. Yeah, you know, so we didn't move from too far, uh. You know, but I mean, I went Jersey, Arizona. No, Jersey, North Carolina for college, Arizona, Idaho, Texas, Florida. So I've wow. been around. That's Damn. Kind of what's the food, too, is I've, I've worked with so many people in so many different markets, you know, that I, I like to mix things, you know, two different styles and stuff. We like to cross over when we make food. You know, Mexican and Asian, I think, mix really well. It's underrated. Mm. You know, it's kind of where we get our inspiration is all the places we've been and all the things we say like... You know, even when we find a recipe, I'm like, okay, that's a good recipe, but I can make this different. I want to do this or this. So, out yeah.
1: of all the out of all the places that you've lived, where would you say had the best food? I think
3: that's impossible to answer because
1: <laughs>
3: the best food for that, you know, like when I was in Idaho, yeah, okay. we had the best protein like in the world, duck fat, oh. real duck, like I mean, just unreal. Mm up there we you know we ate a burger at a place that had a a farm a worm farm a roof and a cow in the backyard and they'd like slaughter your burger and bring it in it was that fresh you know the yeah the the basement was a butcher shop the roof was a garden and inside was a restaurant it was wow other than when i am houston you know it has the greatest (laughs) food everything in houston tastes terrible i don't know why
1: it's, wow. I was—I was actually going to ask you specifically about Idaho, but you went on it, and I was curious to see what type of food that they were—they're known for up there. I, I feel like Idaho is a place that probably is really beautiful, but not a lot of people have traveled to.
3: Gorgeous. I would recommend it for anybody. It's one of the coolest places I've ever been. In the Under, summer. Yep. Yeah, underrated food market. Uh, very like very hippie man. Very like they like to grow. Really.
2: Their,
3: like to keep it organic. You know they're all about sustainable. It's it's different.
0: You wouldn't expect it. It was it blew my mind. I love it. I love it. I, I I just I love eating. How could you How could you not like and especially seeking out things like Jute busted my balls to no end about going to Manhattan and picking up banana pudding. Oh,
3: banana pudding's so good.
0: From from, from Martha's. Like I mean some sometimes and even poor you gotta you gotta travel a great and weary distance sometimes to just you know crave that satisfaction you know you need it
1: no because this is ridiculous because i was the first one to actually go to the city to actually get food um and that actually wound up triggering one of the biggest things and it's a funny story that one time we went to the city and we Pat was going to try to eat a hot dog at every one, every corner hot dog stand that he saw in the city. <laughs> and we call it Poots Hot Dog Challenge. And then I don't know how many you actually got to. I think we eight or nine?
0: I, I don't remember the number. The number's not important. What's important is I did it, okay? I tried. I and It was probably seven or eight.
1: And I think because I just have a fascination for street, like, cart like gyros for some reason i don't know why but and it's probably probably
0: 13 14 years old getting on the train going to the city to get gyros and like nuts for nuts you know go to chinatown buy some lighters because they'd sell it to us you know shit like that the good old days
3: we went to so we went for my hot dog review this week for ball nine we went to a place locally here in sarasota called hot diggity dog and i'll be honest with you if, if you're a real food person you look past Aesthetics, but if if I took my mother to this place, she'd walk out because you look around and it's so dirty and old and beat up, and the floors are ripped up and it's unsanitary. Me, I see gold. I said, You know what? People sit in this place, nobody cares what it looks like, you know. But I feel you with those streetcar guys, man. It's just part of life. You gotta, that's it. That's why I haven't got coronavirus yet because I grew up eating off New York.
1: <laughs> I like the OG food cart, food truck people. You know, before food trucks were even a thing, it used to be food carts.
2: So I feel like all of us here on the podcast, we have kind of like I would call it almost like a, you know, it's like a scumbag favorite like place. You know, Poot loves Arby's, Jude loves Olive Garden, I love Taco Bell. Like, what's something that you like to eat? You know, it's garbage, but it's still something that whether you just crave it or you just guilty really pleasure, yeah. yeah, guilty pleasure.
3: You eat the Sarah eats more fast food than me. <laughs> she does I like Arby's. Know. I do love, f- love Arby's.
2: Nice. nice. Olive <laughs> poppers.
3: Olive Garden. I think I think once since we've been going, to even talk about me. I avoid it, man. I'm not a fast food guy, but every once in a while, like I would probably say like Wendy's, and then I just eat something like disgusting, like a triple baconator. <laughs>
2: you know? Goddamn. Go down that
3: road, I'm gonna get the grossest thing on the menu, easily. Uh-
0: I love it. I love it. Let's talk Ball 9 for a minute. I like Ball 9 because it's different and it's funky. And, yeah. you know, it. I almost get, like, this L.A. noir vibe from it. Like, even the art that, like, you guys put out for that, like, the marketing art, is fucking badass. Talk to me about it. What Like, even Chris Vitale, like, I feel like he's such an interesting cat. I feel like you two are kind of, like, the rock stars, you know, like, of Yankee's Twitter sometimes, like, you know? You guys and definitely smoked weed with Chris, any better or some shit.
3: And Chris's lives intersected and we didn't know it and then we met now and all these stories. I mean, we lived in the same places in Jersey, played baseball in the same dirt fields as kids and just Wow. Like our stories cross like that. But Chris, you know, we're both uh food people. Chris was a chef. Um, but he was an aging rock star and I can't play anything.
2: You know. <laughs> Chris,
3: or sing, you know, listen to the raspy boys. I can't sing either, but I could cook. So, you know, because of that- And
0: you can dance, I've seen you dance in a few of those videos.
3: <laughs> no, I will, I don't know if I can, but I will. Uh, when Chris approached me, you know, it's hard to say no because he was so excited about it and I loved his vision. You know, he wants to, he's so concerned about keeping history in the forefront. You know, the, the Negro Museum, you know, we've done work with that, trying to get Louis Tianti into the hall of fame. Um, doing stuff like that. Now, you know, last couple weeks ago, we were with Jeff Fry and the She Gone movement because, you know, he, he's not a stats person. He's old school, you know, dirt dog baseball, you know, scouts need to see people play the game the way it's meant to be played, not just a, you know, a spreadsheet. And I, and I love all that stuff. So when Chris gave me the opportunity, man, I was on board and, you know, I worked my ass off for him because I think he's got something here and I think it's going to take off. I mean, we're three months in and we've had a lot of fun and We've met a lot of people, and you know, I mean, again, it's it's working. So as long as people enjoy it, we're gonna keep cranking out content. Chris is yeah, a good
0: dude. Definitely, think anyone listening, check out Ball Nine. Really cool stuff, that and just everything you could tell. You know, they take their time with it. Everything looks great. Like we're the poorest, cheapest podcast in the world. We yeah. don't care how our shit looks. Okay, we're we're like you know, teenagers, uh, messy bedroom. We you know, shit all over the place. You saw how we set up that. You guys, though, very crisp, very clean. I think you guys are going to go far with that because it's it's just so different. And like you said, like preserving history, talking about like the forgotten people, like that's important shit.
3: Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. You know, there's so many people doing today's game. And we want to make sure that the, the game that was, you know, some of the best baseball that's ever played is never forgotten. It's, it's important to us. It's, you know, history, humor and hot dogs. We're going to have fun while we do it. Um, you know, I'm going to eat stupid hot, I mean, again, whether it's peanut butter or jelly or Nerds and Cotton Candy, you know, <laughs> gets people to the website, you'll see it go down this gullet.
0: Love it, love it. All right, let's round this out with one final question around the horn. I want everybody's answer on this. You're stuck on an island. You can message two people from Yankees Twitter for supplies. Who are you messaging? Not we- to save you, for supplies. Who's giving you the best supplies?
3: We, we we put way more time to this than probably anybody else would. We had a strategic plan and we <laughs> two people. Yes. One of them's John. Nav hazard, that dude is camping. He is like wilderness, you know what I mean? I'm none of that things. I I I sleep, you know, if I better, if I, <laughs> I'm sleeping in the hotel down the road. Like I'm not you know, I have no skills to survive. So we're taking John because he's our survival guy. The other person is data because food and other things, you know. <laughs> want Dana there because we know we're going to be all Dana right. Date'll keep us busy and entertained and you know, we won't have too much to care about. So, we picked Dana and we picked Nash.
0: Love it. Love it. Jude, who are you picking?
2: <laughs> Dude, you Jude. confused? Jude's,
0: Jude's <laughs> Mike mics
2: off and he's definitely like looking people up. He's he's probably no, googling. No. I was trying The think he You'll, you'll say something. We have a group chat. I'll, like, sometimes text people, be like, oh, did you see, you know, so-and-so posted this? He just writes, huh? He doesn't know anything. So this should be no, good. No, I'm
1: on, trying people. to – look, you know me. I, I, so <laughs> I was just looking for – Just say Mikey,
0: baseball, and be done with it.
1: No, well, obviously it's NAB, but I don't pay too much attention to the people on, on on the Twitterverse. I can't keep up. Every time I try to have a conversation with Poot, he tells me I don't know anything. So I'm just going to say I don't know anything, and I enjoy talking to NAB. Wow, that's well, it. <laughs> And he yeah. knows that's right, because Poot knows it, it's right. It Jude, is, you know man. nothing. Mood, and then Moot laughs it's, over there like he's a, like he knows Baseball's
0: America's true. pastime shitting on Jude's Poot's pastime. Get yeah. over it. Moot, Moot, who you
2: got? It uh, might be cheap. I'll take Twin Talk Yanks. That's two guys for one, so that's like you know, I now got more people on my island. Uh, and then I'll take Rob Carbone.
1: Rob yeah, Carbone. that's a solid choice too. Yeah, Rob. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go with uh, and and I'm gonna say this just because there's a love hate relationship out there. Because and I don't, uh, you know, Devil and I both know that it's gonna come down to once again us talking again. But I do. I don't know if you guys had an opportunity to check out his stuff, but Devil Gent's pretty cool as well.
2: Who is it? Devil in the gym.
1: I'll have to luck man.
2: Probably.
3: I I follow just about anybody. You know, that's the thing with Twitter, is I want everybody to be successful. And I think it's weird because not everybody works like that. Like there are people Definitely on there not. Who literally not like your shit just to be an asshole because they don't want you to be successful. But I'm one of those people, I every person who likes my stuff, I think, every person who talks to me I talk to, I try to tag everybody. I want everybody, I want you guys to be successful. You know, anybody who's trying to do something deserves everybody else to get behind them. If you don't have that attitude, I hate that energy,
2: man. I love it.
0: Yeah, I'm all about that. You gotta, you gotta care for everybody. Everybody deserves a slice of the pie. You yeah. know, and just, just shitting on people for no reason—it's fucking high school. We're not, yeah. we're not in high school anymore. I have gray hairs. You know, I don't like to say it, but we are getting—I'm getting older. I don't have time for that shit.
3: Now it's got a gray beard.
0: Wow. Well, You know, you got that silver fox look coming in. Yeah, and
3: I got the cute wife. I'm too old to give a shit who likes me. If you like me, come on, don't keep scrolling.
0: Exactly, she's all that matters, only her opinion. All right, who does Poop got? Sir Monks, absolutely, number one, because you know I'm not going to be stranded without Mother Nature, okay? And I could see him knowing, like, and having the skill set to, like, make a guitar from a tree, and he'd probably just be playing, like, some grassroots song or some shit, you know. He'd be getting funky. So I definitely pick him, and then I'm gonna pick. I don't even know if he's still on Twitter, but I'm taking Hendo. If anybody knows, <laughs> if you guys know Hendo, because he, listen,
3: Hendo was in our Final Four, man. He
0: was. <laughs> and here, and here is why. Because I'm, I'm a wimpy liberal, and I'm gonna need him to protect me from whatever goes bump in the night. You know, I know he'll bring with him some kind of huge gun, some Rambo shit, and he'll take care of business, so I can sleep easy. You know.
3: And he won't sleep. you'll wake up in the morning and he'll be standing over you in an AK forty seven, like good sleep, wimp. Get up <laughs> He
0: almost reminds me of Red Foreman, except like a jacked Red Foreman, you know, like oh. So funny. Yeah. All right, so there we go. That's that's everybody's picks. Everybody's getting good supplies. Uh thank you guys so much for coming on and putting up with like our technical difficulties in the beginning. Thanks
3: for having yeah. We had a
0: lot of fun. Well, anytime. Yeah, definitely want you guys to come back. We always like having people come back. It's almost like a, you know, Maury. Where are they now? We love doing.
2: <laughs> you know, un- under far better circumstances. Cheesesteak <laughs> this week.
3: Fireside Yankees cheesesteak coming your way this week.
2: Let's go. Yeah, I
3: like
0: it. Hey, yeah, you guys,
2: you guys made pork buns for us,
0: and now you're making us cheese steaks. Yeah,
2: we're it. playing Philly. We need a cheesesteak. We'll I like. It. I Thank love you it. for joining Welfare, you know Yankees podcast, right here.
1: Wow, that's that's the level that we're at. We're on welfare. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All righty, well for Jute Moot, Mister and Missus Torres, this is Poot, and the Yankees fireside chat is out.
1: Yeah, I I, uh, I 100% agree. Uh, some few hitters that were hot this weekend was Giancarlo. I mean, I want to say LeMayo was hot, but he was getting hits. Um, there were some ice cubes thrown in there gary sanchez ice cube luke voigt until the last game was an ice cube and so was Glaver torres um but right now the, the only two hitters really left in that ice cube club are gardner sanchez and hicks but uh i'll tell you i think the yankees uh fans got lucky yesterday i feel like this whole um positive emotion is just because we won yesterday
2: is the ice cube club the new wilton die club
1: I don't know. I got a lot of clubs going on. Well, yeah, ice,
2: ice cube club sounds like a good thing on a 95 degree day
3: in New
0: York. Uh,
1: not when you're playing yeah, baseball, Tom Gary ball. Sanchez. He looked terrible over this weekend. Also with his shaky defense yesterday, uh, being missing that ball. But I mean,